Hi, I'm John. Hi, I'm Imelda. Hi, I'm Michael. And we are Jim on Movies. Movies. Hello and welcome, everybody. Um, we've been obviously off for a few weeks, so we're uh, welcome back. I am. Um, I, I had I, after all this time, I eventually got COVID and I had to take a week isolation and stuff so this has held me back but actually I ended up watching lots and lots of movies so I've caught up on all my movies so we're good to go again. John and Matt how are you two? Yeah we're good, Covid free still. Covid free still, touch wood. Touch wood and um, yeah we even though you're in a different country we didn't want a chance catching it off you so we did the podcast. (laughs) I'm not taking any chances so you're all good anyway. We were, were, were worried sick about you, Michael. Worried sick. Oh, I appreciate that, John. Thank you very much. Yeah, it it, it was fine. It, it wasn't too bad for me. So, um, and the whole family got it, uh, apart from my um, one of my children. He didn't get it, and he was mostly upset because he had to go to school every day. Whatever else was at That's home. That's not fair. That's not fair. I know. Fair. I, I did take him out to a restaurant, and um, I bought him his favorite meal. So his favorite That's restaurant. Good. So he had, he had that. Well, I think that's probably better than COVID. A nice, nice meal would be better. I'm not sure um, an 11-year-old boy would, would argue a week off of school. Yeah, come Our on, food, let's be real. Yeah. 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 And a belated happy birthday to Lorcan. He's just turned 11. Woohoo! Uh, yeah. we, um, we, we had a kind of a bit of a party, party thing today as well now, so we took him to the cinema with all his mates. Mm. And uh, was, we were supposed to do the podcast last week, only it was Lorcan's birthday. So it was, yes. So we can blame Lorcan for that too. <laughs> oh, happy birthday anyway, Lorcan. Your birthday's more important. Absolutely. That's just John opening a can in case you're wondering what the noise is in the background. There's always one. For me, it's okay. <laughs> it's even better. It's okay. It's for me. Well, we have another three movies to discuss, which is good. Um not a lot happened in any of these three, I don't think. What movies? Uh, well, no, I mean, yeah, I mean, two of them are like kind of realistic films, and then one of them is obviously is um, a kind of a horror slash suspense thriller um, yeah. movie. Um, so the, today's movies, anyways, Pedro Pantaleo, um, The Man Escaped, and The Night of the Hunter. Yes. So you're uh, going to talk about the first one anyway, Michael. Yeah. So let me. So um, the first one is, as I said, it's an Indian movie. Um, it's about a young child, a young girl, and her life um, growing up um, in a very kind of poor part of India. Um, she lives in a tiny, small village. Um, the parents are quite poor. The father is, is a writer and a poet, and he can he gives away his. He has like an apple farm. Uh, Archer, um, the settler, settler's brother's debts, and um, and you know, and just and just kind of that life and them growing up and and how how they carried on from day to day life. So it's it's quite a sweet story, but it's also a bit of a hard watch. Uh, I found it was difficult to watch because um, a little bit like Tokyo Story, um, nothing really happens in it, but but it, but it paints a nice kind of picture of. Of that life and 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 how they grew up and how, how they survive from day to day, uh, it reminded me a little bit of Angela's Ashes, in terms of um, so if you don't know Angela's Ashes, it was, it was set in Ireland, and it was uh, quite a poor family who grew up and and the struggles they had and and also 
I think it reminded me of Angela Lanchard because I think the mother was the most interesting character in there. Uh, in some ways, because you, you show her um, kind of pain of, of being poor and, and, and how difficult it was for her. And it, you could feel her kind of shame. And, you know, when the other mums and the other was talking and, and discussing their children, things like that, and she felt quite embarrassed by it and stuff. So I, I think the mother was the most interesting character of it. And she was really quite worried. And she was giving out to the husband a lot. And the husband... He, he was a bit of a dreamer and like believed he was a poet and invited him. He was going to make the money and and, yeah. and nothing ever happens. And the movie kind of jumps um, into the future, you know, not into the future, it's not a science fiction, no, it kind of jumps um, a few years ahead and then, it, you know, and nothing ever changes in the life. Uh, and it was quite um, deep kind of storyline and stuff. And then he says he fixed all the house and he fixed things up and he, he's, you know, the house was falling apart a little bit. And, and then the girl gets a cold and if he fixed all the things he said he was going to fix and got a job and then they could have closed the window and, and he wouldn't got all that cold air and everything onto the daughter and then she, obviously she died in sorry spoilers um so it, it kind of shows that even though he was life was a dreamer you know if if he kind of been a bit more um responsible he, he could have taken on you know he could have fixed the house and made things better and then she wouldn't have died at it um so but I, I, it was interesting it showed like the life of india it showed a bit better going up through poverty um i think it showed a little bit about gender differences as well because they had a boy and a girl there and and only the boy i could see in the movie the only person they were educating so there was yes. like the founder was teaching it but they never they never any part for it um for the girl, for the daughter, how she been educated or not, as well. Um, that was is you know they showed a little bit about after the girl died, and life went on, and then they had to move home, you know, move house and things like that. So it's kind of light after that. And that was quite sweet. Um, how how they did it because yeah, even though how painful it was, um, life still carried on. But you know, and it wasn't. Lots of these movies would have seen that you know once somebody dies and that was the end of, and everyone really sad, but. They had to sell a house and they had to sort things out, and that's how reality is. So, yes. so they, they looked at it that way. Uh, I, I, even though it was just quite a realistic film, and and they did a it just shooting lots of scenes, they had interesting to do with the sound. Um, you could something bad was going to happen. They had bells ringing, you know, thunder, and then something bad happened after. So it's like a forbearing kind of warning of what something bad was coming along and stuff so i thought that was quite interesting um but as i said it was a hard watch but it was the pace of it was correct for that type of film as well because life was slow life is boring life is a, a grudge day to day and, uh, and and the movie you know expressed that by the pace of the film because lots of things happen you wouldn't see the kind of day-to-day -day struggle of it so and, and and finally they 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 paid a uh, long way to Tipperary you now with um, they did that's right so uh, that, that is so much bullshit Michael because it's only two kilometers from us <laughs> yeah. well it's not for me and not for India as well <laughs> not from India that's true so, that's true uh, the the one last thing was the um, the the grandmother but they call it auntie, auntie that kind of relationship yeah. yeah that was interesting as well it was had a kind of relationship between those and. You know, she she wanted to do things for herself, but her mom was really given out to her, and she left and came back, and 
it, it could be anybody's family. Like I said, it was a bit like Tokyo Story, how they it was just a normal family and they have ups and downs and arguments and people leave and people come back and so yeah it, it is a good picture painting of reality of life um even though you, you have to have a lot of coffee again for this one yeah yeah, yeah. What, what do you guys think yeah sorry i the i said the exact same thing that reminded me of tokyo story but i it wasn't as good as tokyo story i don't think but I kept thinking it's Japanese. I go, oh, no, no, it's Indian. But I think I was thinking Tokyo story. And I think the the, the mother's character was very interesting. All right. And you think, so, oh, my goodness, she's such a nag. But then you'd see the husband and the fountain, the kids. You go, you know what? <laughs> she's right to be a nag. Like, you know, she was entitled completely. And I always felt sorry for poor auntie. You know, she wanted to die in her own house. And the, the mother kept sending her away. And. And then she'd come back and the mother sent her away again. And you could see that she was looking around and you knew when she was looking around, this was the last time she was looking at this. You knew she was gone. She knew she was going off to die and you knew she was going off to die. And that was sad. And uh, yeah, and I was surprised that the daughter in the end, because beads went missing and the neighbor's kids, the, the neighbors had beads and they went missing and they accused the daughter of stealing them. But after she died, the brother found them and he threw them away so that no one would know that she had actually stolen them. Like, and they had a hard life, but you're right. It was all about the son. You know, the daughter had to get the son up for school. And yeah, yeah it was all about the boy, all about the boy. And, and yeah, and the father went away for ages as well, didn't he? And he left him in poverty. Like he was a real idiot, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. It was yeah, it was a sad story, but it, it was good. But I, I wouldn't watch it again now, or Anthem. Yeah, yeah. It, it was about the son because it was the first movie in his trilogy. So it's it's actually a trilogy of movies, the Apu trilogy. Oh, is it? Yeah. So it was. That's why it was a. I, I guess it was about him, is because the two other movies that followed were about his life. Um, Are they on the list? No. No, no. Oh, thank goodness. Um, <laughs> I, I found it a struggle too. We, we could watch all of them together. We could just yeah, do a one can. podcast all trilogy. Yeah. yeah, I found it a struggle. I, the quality of the movie wasn't great, Michael. Was it like it, it's like the the, the 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 stream we watched was really yeah. Uh, it was it was image yeah. quality wasn't great. And the color that, wasn't. That can great. make a big difference as well because there's, there's another movie we're going on to later. The quality, the one I watched, it could have been that maybe I would have given a higher score. Yeah. Yeah. But because of the quality of it, yeah, it can really, you know, yeah. uh, be difficult to watch. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought the movie did depict poverty very well. And I, I'd I, like I, to point out that John didn't notice that they left forward about five years. Well, do you know, do you know what actually happened? What? That the, the production of the film stopped. They ran out of money and they came back three years later. Really? Yeah. You didn't do your research here, guys. I yeah. just take it on what I think. I yeah. don't. I don't care what anybody else thinks about it. <laughs> well, uh, no, not that I don't care about what anybody else thinks about yeah, it. Yeah, I was rooting but... for the family, and I thought the mother was a great character. And I understand her kicking the aunt out of the house because if you've got no money, you're gonna protect your your children. And if some old woman is going to be a drain on that, you're going to kick them out. Um, oh, I, I know it's sad. I know I get it. What well, was it? Get to Logan's run, eh? Yeah. <laughs> but there was one. There was. One, I'm just worried. I'm old. When I get one, old, I get. There was one scene I was really. I thought was lovely. There was the scene because this movie was set in India and it was about children. 
but there was a scene where there was a man going around selling sweets or candies and yeah. um it was just like the ice cream man coming around for more as kids and all the kids would run after the ice cream truck yeah. so it kind of shows you no matter where you are in the world children are children and yeah, the yeah. experiences can be exactly the same no matter where you are that's no a great point the kind of universal language of it correct Absolutely. yeah correct and there was there was in the distance you heard a train and the kid apu mentioned the train and I thought the train was going to have some huge significance to the movie, like the family were going to escape on a train. You thought that the, the son was going to get run over by a train. Uh, well, I did. When they ran up to the end of the field and gone. they so. saw the train and, you know, they were living in this poverty because you actually didn't know what era it was set in. I, I'd say oh. that was done in purpose. Was this a 17th century movie? Was it a 16th century movie? Because the poverty they were living in was so stark. But then you hear them talking about a train and then they run up and you see this big train going past. I thought that was just beautifully done. I thought it was really clever. And the train just disappeared. And it's so it just could like, have been set in the 50s. It could have been set in the 50s. Yeah. Been, yeah. So and you're kind of thinking, oh, oh, they're not going to do anything with this train. That's that's how they get out of this. Go into the city or whatever. Mm. Uh, and I thought that was really good. Um, we watched this movie the week. What was that lady's name? I have it here written down. Um, the really legendary Indian singer Lata Manageshkar died. And I was looking up Indian music at the time. And then when we watched this movie, Ravi Shankar played on the soundtrack. And Ravi Shankar is a really famous sitar player. He played with the Beatles um, on their um, Abbey Road, not Abbey Road, their Sgt. Pepper's album. So he's a really famous musician. And he did the soundtrack to this movie, which I thought was, um, the soundtrack was amazing. Um, if you kind of like that stuff, which I do. Um, so that was just a, another kind of interesting piece to it. Um, but I, I scored it six. I thought it was a difficult watch. Um, we watched it over two nights, Mal, yeah, didn't we? we? Did. It was a difficult yeah. watch. Um, yeah, I, I get the Tokyo Story comparisons, but it was more amateurish quality. And that was probably because of the the, the quality of the actual the, the production or the stream that we watched, Gosh, I think. Yeah. I think it's more to do with the production of it. Yeah. yeah, it seemed like a cheaper budget. Yeah, um, they ran out of money. So, yeah. Now, um, which I don't think Tokyo Story, you know, sorry, in Tokyo Story has some fantastic shots in there. Right. But but this one that didn't have those kind of shots in there, you know, so it was. Yeah. Um, well, I thought that, um, John, for a second. Sorry. Um, yeah, I think. I, was, I remember thinking about it when I was watching the movie about the train, but and it just kind of reminded me that it, I, I guess the train was always maybe because they, they they could hear the train and they were excited to see the train. Maybe the train was a, kind of a symbolic thing of, of, of a way of escape. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, like you see in lots of movies and stuff, they they sit and see a train going by and, and that or a plane or something. And there's you know, this is this can take them away from. The hardships they have to to a better to a better world or something. So yeah. it's yeah, and, kind of... and and maybe the train has significance in the other two movies. I'm gonna to have to watch yeah. the other two bloody We're movies. Well, yeah. tell us what I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. No, we we'll, we do a special. I want uh, I want a special. <laughs> I think we should do it. It'll be um a, a JM special. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I thought you made a good point, and I thought that was lovely when. The Apu threw the the beads into the the lake yes. to protect his sister. I thought yeah. that was lovely. Yeah, I kind of yeah. forgot that. I thought that was beautiful. 
Yeah, that was nice. Just uh, that he didn't want his sister was dead, but he didn't want to. That was that was really harsh, just yeah. seeing the girl die. I thought that I was wasn't tough. expecting it. Strange no, it enough, tough. you think she's got a cold. It was a tough watch. It was yeah. a tough watch. Yeah. Well, I think yeah. Well, like I said, it was to do with it was kind of set up in the sense that like he didn't fix the house, so therefore yeah, he, he did fix the house. The the, the draft when it came in wouldn't have made the cold worse. Yes. Wouldn't have died, and yeah. So and he missed because the, the father was away for all this. Yeah. And he came back, and he was asking after the kids, oh, yeah. and then where's yeah. where's Where's Dora? Is it Dora? 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 Okay. Yeah, it was sad. I know it was sad, but it did yeah, do a good bit with sound because he screened, but it went silent. And I know, you know, so they did do some kind of production value in terms of with sound. They did yes. they, they played around with that and stuff. So he screamed there, but he couldn't hear, couldn't hear anything. But they probably never would have sold that because they ended up selling his. It was his home place, like his father's grandfather's. It went way back, didn't it? Mm -hmm. yeah. They probably wouldn't have sold it only that the daughter died. So maybe the daughter dying was their way out of poverty. I'm going to have to watch these other two movies now. Well, I'll, I'll let you know. I'll let you know. I'll let you know. Yeah. Okay. Well, we move on to the. Move I think on. the next one is the Night of the Hunter, isn't it? Yes. Yes. I actually saw this movie when I was a teenager, so I was like. A, I wouldn't watch Robert Mitchum movies forever for a long time afterwards because his character was so like I felt when I was younger because I'd seen it before I was very tense the first time I watched it because I suppose I was probably a kid as well and he was chasing kids so the story is there's um this family and the father runs up to the two children and he's after robbing a bank and he tells the son and daughter where he's hidden the money but on he makes them promise never to tell where it's hidden and the father ends up going to jail and getting hung does he doesn't he kill somebody yes and um so this preacher comes he's sharing a cell with robert mitchum's character who's like a preacher so the preacher comes to the the widow his wife the willa and manages to persuade her to marry him. He's all charming. He's all like sweetness and light. But really, all he's after is the money because he knows that the children, he thinks the widow might know, Willa might know, or the children might know where the money is. So the he finds out that Willa obviously doesn't. And he's playing a really charming character, but he's a real psychopath underneath it all. And the the... He, even the the night, the first night they're married, he won't sleep with her. And he's all about like doing the preacher thing and how, you know, she's it's sacred and we don't, none of that. And he, he really like makes her feel awful about herself when all along he was making her feel really good. So anyway, he ends up killing Willa and chasing the children through America. Well, they're after escaping on a boat because the son, the children work out that, well, I think they always didn't like him anyway. And it's kind of like a trek down the river and you can see him following them. And then they meet this lady, Rachel Cooper, and she takes in kind of strays because it seems to be set around the depression so she's taken in strays and she has all these other children. She takes in these two and he comes, um, Robert Mitchum character comes along and she she knows that he's after them. She knows that he's not good. Like it's it's kind of funny in that a lot of people were conned by how sweet he seemed and how nice he seemed. But Rachel Cooper's character straight away knew that he wasn't like 
could see through him straight away and knew that he wasn't good. But anyway, he chases after the children and he the the son in myths where the this the money's hidden in the the sister's rag doll. And like getting to get away from him. And um yeah, it was I mean the the scenery in the background was so beautiful, the way it was all laid out. Um, and I know he kills Willa, but he ties her in a car and throws the car under the water. And then you're looking at the scene and the seaweed is floating and her hair is floating. It all looks very lovely. And even when he's coming along the horse after the children, the backgrounds look lovely. Like it was, I, I said, I wasn't as tense this time as the first time because I'd seen it before. But um, I enjoyed it as much this time. I thought it was good. And I thought, yeah, I just thought the scenery was lovely. And yeah, the story was great. Cool. And it was amazing how he, Robert Mitchum played the character brilliant, brilliantly because he was so charismatic sometimes, but he could play evil so well. Like it was, he was playing two parts in it, which was really good. Well, you weren't scared by it though, were you? No, I thought it was a bit of an anti-climax. Um, like it set it up nice. Um, the movie moved along, like it just moved along at a nice pace. Um, but it's a bit of a meh. The whole movie was a bit really? average. Um, you know, a man who chasing kids to get money and then the end I expected something like a big shoot up or something big at the end and it kind of built up to something really big and it just didn't arrive and I was just like oh really that was it <laughs> and the movie was over and I just thought that's just a bit of an anti-climax um it, it, like coming up to that there was a good bit of tension in the movie the kids on the boat and they're trying to, to escape, escape from him yeah. that, that was all really good um, I thought it was interesting that everybody just accepted what the preacher said because he was a preacher. You know, we've had enough of that in, in our own country, you know, <laughs> um, and you can kind of see that it's the same but everywhere. But he was charismatic when he was playing the preacher, I suppose. It didn't matter what he was doing. He was yeah. a preacher and they were just going to accept his his opinion. Um, but the whole movie for me, I scored it six. Um, a nice watch, but a bit of a naff story, really. Yeah, I mean... I there's bits I loved about this movie and there was bits I went I just I it just kind of I didn't get it and I didn't I well, no, I didn't get it but I just why is that and it felt like a lot of movie like style over contents for me and stuff that it was shot beautifully there's loads of great lightning scenes in there and um I I I I I don't interrupt there and stuff but it, it feels like it you know we've been unprofessional the two other you know podcasts are eating in front of me and not sharing their food because obviously they're, they're really good um fingers I, uh, could you started it um, <laughs> um well, yeah. but no no it's fine it's but yeah I, I thought the lighting was great and that there was some shots of you know when the, he's, he was singing and he was just outside the kid's house mm. and then the shadow Appeared across the the wall of the kids' bedroom, and it was yeah. just the shadow. And then he looked out and see this guy standing outside, and you can see things like exorcists and stuff that, and stuff that. Yeah, kind of when thing. he was, yeah. the, when the kids were, they spent one night in a barn, 
Yeah. You can see the shadow of him on the horse in the background passing by, it's like the, against the sunset. Yeah. And things, and things like that were lovely. Yeah, and it didn't really matter that reality because obviously, no. if you looked out, the light was above his head, so any yeah. shadow would appear on the floor. But yeah. In movie, you know, they just did it for that kind of cinematic effect, and and it worked. And you know, this lovely scene that he didn't escape down the river, and there was all this, you just see him floating in the river, and they escaped, and that because they had to build up the big high, you know, been running away, and then the lower down, so build it back up for the next part of the story, so kind of up and down and stuff, so the kind of pace that was really good. Uh, yeah, you're absolutely right with the preacher, you know, this costume people believe, don't you do that kind of stuff, if you dressed up, what's that thing, if you go, go in, you can enter any building with a high fizz and a ladder, and people yeah. assume that you're, uh, you know, and yeah, and, and, you know, if you see a priest or a nun, you just assume that kind of the they're good people and what they say is truthfully and stuff. So we he played a part really well. Um, so that, that was quite good. I, I thought the mother got convinced too easily for me. And, and it was just interesting sort of the way he said, like, so he's really nice to her and then really mean. Mm. I guess that, you know, it's called gaslighting now or something and stuff when you, how you can, you can be mean to people and you do it that way. So um, that was good. Um, well, I suppose also, she was a widow and she was, her husband had died and she just lost children. Yeah. And then the neighbours were all kind of trying to get set them up as well, so. It was, yeah. But I mean, I, I know I had to do it. They couldn't do the whole scene, you know, you know, for six, seven months of dating. You know, I had to yes, put it all through yeah. the movie and I had to move to the next scene of her. Yeah. But it, it just, I, I just would have liked to have seen something else. I was, uh, we've been watching Buffy. Um, I know it's from the, um, the Naughty oh, yeah. but but I had a character in there at the end of the last season called the preacher who was dressed as a priest mm. in there as well. I, I wonder if they they got it from that. Uh, so I thought that was quite a kind of a reference to all. I, I don't know if they're not did or not, but it was it was interesting to see. The bit I I, I think it was a bit like John. Yeah, I, I, I disappointed at the ending of it. The, I didn't really get it as well in terms of. He was waiting outside the house, and just like the mum was there, you know, the person who was looking after them was waiting, you know, with, with a gun. Mm-hmm. And then towards the end, she phoned the police, and I think the line was, she didn't want the muddy boots to come inside the house. And I was like, I didn't get that bit. I, well, maybe I missed something, but it was like, didn't phone the police. He was waiting outside, didn't phone the police, but then in the morning, did phone the police and arrested them. And I was thinking, well... That, that seemed a bit silly because when we needed to phone the police earlier, earlier, yeah, you know, if if that we only concerned that you know the, he might come along and chill, kill children, but I don't want the the, the, the floor to get dirty. So, uh, <laughs> so that 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 kind of threw me Do off. You know, she yeah. was um the character Rachel Hunter was played by Lillian Gish. She was a really famous silent movie actress. Oh, like oh, she oh. would have been up with the the Mary Pickfords and the Claudette Colbert. She was one of the big ones. Right, right, so it was right. nice that she continued like she didn't she I suppose in a way she's kind of reminds you of Meryl Streep or Helen Mirren like she didn't care she didn't try and play younger characters she played yeah. she played her age and was quite happy to That's do good. that Absolutely. which I think yeah. is nice yeah because even John commented before we realized who she was John even went oh my god she's really beautiful yeah you thought she was yeah, she beautiful. was yeah she was yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it got a little bit preachy for me at the end, though. I don't know, like, they're just kind of yeah. trying to force the message across at the end of it. And I was just like, oh, 
I, I didn't really like that because normally the messages have to be you work it out yourself. And they've just she was basically just saying this is what you should believe in. Like, you know, it just doesn't a bit preachy for me. But yeah, I, I, I thought some of the acting was a little bit just woeful, and I was just thought sometimes, you know, the the places the kids learn stuff. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, well, I suppose compared to Robert Mitchum and Lillian Kish, maybe. Yeah. Maybe so, so, yeah. Good. Like, they were such good actors. Yeah. But I, I, I think the children continued acting. I didn't read it now, but no. I don't think they did. What did you score it, Michael? You gave it six. I gave it six, too. Six, yeah. I mean, a fine movie. And I, I, I'm guessing, you know, it's, you know, the, um, I think for me, though, I, th- I think it, it wasn't so much the story. I think it was the style. I think that's what we're trying to focus on in this movie. Yeah. Some movies are just focusing on, on the style of it. And right. the acting and those things that just have to be done. But yeah, it was a nice enough movie. I thought there was lots of good bits in there. So six seems a, a, um, a fine. What about you guys? Yeah, what did I give it? You gave it I'd a say. seven, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I guess because I would have, when I saw it first, I felt the tension. I just assumed I didn't have it this time because I knew what happened. And even though I was young when I saw it, I still remembered it. I didn't remember the name. It was only when it started playing, I went, I saw this before. <laughs> Actually, a good point as well, I forgot to mention, it was the music in it. It was quite... Oh, yes. Yeah, they had lots of good music in it. And even the bit then, everything went silent, he was just singing or whistling or whatever. Yes. You know, it added a lot of attention to it. So, yeah, the music and soundtrack to it, it was, it was quite decent too. Yeah. So we okay. would say, yeah, watch it. We'll give it a thumbs up. We'll give it a thumbs up, absolutely. Okay, and we move on to... To a thumbs down. Oh, well, for you, <laughs> but not for me. We move on to a Robert Bresson movie, um, French movie, A Man Escaped from 1956, our first 1956 movie. So um, this is a French World War II movie. Um, it starts off with a man who's just been arrested um, by the Nazis in occupied France, and he's in the car, and he tries to escape from the car, and he gets caught and gets beaten up and thrown in prison. And the rest of the movie is him trying to break out of prison. Um, and he's put in a cell on his own and you, you kind of see him interacting with other prison mates, passing notes back and forth, um, you know, trading for, for things that he wants to try to get escape because the job of a, a prisoner of war is to escape. Um, and he's in the cell on his own for lots of this movie, which is probably the reason Amelda didn't like it. But you can kind of see this guy thinking about, okay, how do I, how do I, how am I going to get out of here? He's looking at the door. He's looking at the window. He's looking at the vent. He's looking at everything and he's figuring out, he's observing everything that's going on. He's observing the routines of the prison when they're getting their food, when they're slopping out at the next day. Um, and, I, I thought the inner monologue, because there's not a lot of like um, dialogue between people, but uh, most of the movie was an inner dialogue of the, of the main character, um, and I thought that was I thought that was really really cool. Um, I thought it added to the to, to, to the story. I thought at the end, you know, he's you know that he's been sentenced to death. Um, so he has to make a move, he has to go, and then somebody else comes into the prison cell with him. The, the prison becomes overcrowded and they put somebody else in. You kind of think, oh, God damn it, poor that guy's not going to get a chance. But he ropes in the other guy to help him. And 
the whole the last scene of them trying to escape the prison I just thought was brilliant. There was really good tension and suspense there. Um, exactly like Escape from Alcatraz, in my opinion. You know, that was just kind of ripped from this, and it's just really, really cool. They're going across roofs, they're going across ropes to get out of the prison and lucky for the the two boys that they they, they managed to get out. Um I, I really thought it was good. Um it reminded me of the other French movie, which I'm looking for, um, that was also the Le Grand Illusion, uh, which was the, the other prison movie, which was a World War Two, a World War One mo- movie of a lot of people trying to escape. And that reminded me of that, too. Oh, my God, oh. I'm going to disagree. The Grand Illusion and this one had nothing hey there were people in prison trying to get to escape (laughs) that's what i mean yeah even listen to the description of the movies put me Uh, to sleep oh no it was just honest god if well the title says says the story anyway the man escaped i mean he did (laughs) if you'd watched the first couple of minutes and the last couple of minutes you would have seen the whole film like oh no i didn't like it at all i thought it was really slow really dragged out and i was just sitting there torturously sitting through it and I thought there was going to be a bit of tension when he was escaping at the end there wasn't any oh, was he, sat, he stood there for an hour at one stage well no it's, it, it felt like realistic. an hour but they were standing there for an hour but I mean when he left I think it took them five hours to actually get from the well part of that was sitting on the roof for an hour I mean seriously no no no, no it wasn't it's a human story it of was, endeavor no um yeah it was no Shawshank Redemption, is what it I was. It was better, say. yeah. <laughs> it was no, it was too long and drawn out, and there was just no. I had, I mean, I wanted him to escape, obviously. You don't want anyone to be. You wanted him to die so the movie would be over. It. <laughs> if they killed him in the first five minutes, yeah, maybe. No, honestly, if it wasn't on the list, <clears throat> I would have fast forwarded to the end. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have missed anything. I didn't. Michael, uh, back me up here. Come on, Michael. I, 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 I do agree with one of you, and it's John this time. <laughs> oh, you can do. Oh, I just. Man. It's, uh, I had it, I had to get matchsticks to keep my eyes open. <laughs> it, it it was a slow movie. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. But it 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 was based in reality. It, it's a realistic type of movie. It didn't have all the kind of backstories that such as Redemption had and stuff. It was just a man and how he was going to escape from this prison. Um, so it was slow, but it was like from prison, walking all out. So no. that's how he had to do it. Yeah, you might you might consider it to be stale, but it's it's that that that's the kind of reality it set up. And so this was a realistic story, and it wasn't dramatic. It was just how a person would escape that. Like so anything different would have would have been a different kind of genre to the film. I didn't think it would have would have quite worked. Uh, but yeah, but it, it's nothing nothing special about it, I suppose. It, it was clever how the person escaped, how he walked it out, how John mentioned how the, you know you could see and the inner monologue was was as you said was perfect because you can show his inner walking of this man and how he's trying to figure everything out because obviously he was trapped and so I think that that's the only way he could do it. But have this kind of monologue going on and. And explaining the whole kind of process of, of, of thinking because it was based on a true story. So obviously this is how he, he processed everything and, and how he worked it all out. So was it based on true see, story? Yeah, yeah, it was based oh, on he wrote, wrote a book after and um this is um yeah, do your recess matter. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, I I I'll move it up a little bit no, no, I won't. <laughs> it was still really bad. 
yeah, I, I agree with you as well, John. The, I think the tension at the end was good. I mean, it wasn't hugely dramatic and stuff, but they had to wait, and at any moment they could have been caught, and, and it was in a bit when through the rope across, and it wasn't going to, was it not because it didn't look they got caught with the wire. I thought the wire was yeah. break at one point, and that maybe they would fall down when the you know the guards were seeing. So you always knew they were going to escape. Yeah, I mean the clues in the title, like you said. <laughs> yeah. yeah, did the man if escape? Had, did, yeah. Will I escape? Maybe yeah. or um, exactly. my attempt? Yeah, something. If they hadn't told me the title, I knew at the end. Obviously, they were going to escape. Exactly. Yeah, but I think that. And was I wouldn't have been. Well. I wouldn't have been. If they had been caught at the last second and killed, I would have been, oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> yeah, and there is better versions from this. You, you think of um, The Great Escape and things like that, and it's not how a kind of tension of it and how it all works. Yes. They do better. But again, as we talked about lots of movies, when we see the older movies, or the newer ones, I should say, um, first, and then we look back at the older ones, it's how... But the grand, uh, the grand delusion was older, and I yeah. loved that movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was because there was dialogue. You don't like yeah. the the inner monologue, or yeah, yeah. maybe. Well, obviously, yeah, obviously, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. there's ways of there's ways of telling a story that were, in my opinion, better. Is that in my opinion? Uh, of course, yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah. So uh, it was okay. I don't think I give a particularly high score because it was. Uh, if I look at it, yeah, I give it a six. I think you, you give us seven, John. So uh, yeah, the lonesome three fundamental. Don't so, uh, <laughs> very good. Has been generous. <laughs> hey, we never gave the scores for the Indian movie. Um, yes. Just just to rattle through those. Um, so Michael, you gave. Um, I gave it a seven. A seven. Imelda gave it a five, and I gave it five and a half. So yeah, that was yeah, yeah, we weren't yeah, a million yeah, miles away yeah, from each other. Yeah, yeah. yeah, very good. Yeah. I would assume you would have given a score, John. Um, I, 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 my score has wavered over the weeks when I think about it, and I, I, I think a lot of it will be down to the quality of the production. It was a real struggle for me to watch it, like the colors were fading and it was the the sound was distorted it, i i found it really difficult to watch at times and that's really why i i brought it down and it didn't have the same effect on me as tokyo story or late spring it, it was it i just found it a really difficult watch um in in a, in a different way but you can let watch the other two now and let us know. I'll let you know. All right. So what we do is back to back trilogy, uh, and we find the top quality of of, of each thing. Of all, each, each one of them, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. All right. Well, we'll go now. So sorry for the delay. Um, we can blame COVID. Luckily, um, well, I have a feeling though, Mel, that the next one will come out quicker. Yeah, well, I think it will now that you've seen all the movies so so much. We've yes, I think up, it yes. will. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Thank you. Bye. Okay, I'm John. Imelda. Michael. And we have been Jim on, on Movies. movies.